It's the Daniel Tito podcast. Yo. What episode is 14? 14. 14. Man, we getting old. Yep. <laughs> teenager already? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I'm Daniel. I'm Tita. Aisha. I'm Dip. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a special guest in the building. Yeah. Call this man a leader. Yes, definitely. This man's a leader. Uh-huh. I don't even know how to break it down. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. How would you break it down, dude? Man, he's definitely um, a motivator and uh, somebody that's making a difference in the community out here in Phoenix and um, getting people on the right track and um, helping out with uh, drug um, prevention and uh, mm. with yeah. his um, yeah. community help and outreach with that. And, uh, and- we want Bullying to talk about as well. things, yeah. Mm. And he's also a, a DJ, so yes. you know what I'm saying. We got to talk about that and how he's um, how he came into that. And also, we're from the Illinois. Both of us yeah. from Illinois. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah got to mention man. that. Yeah, man. Illinois we, represent. <laughs> so we went. To, I think we went to high school together. Yeah. And, uh, oh, word. Yeah. Oh, word. Word. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. So old school. <laughs> Let the world know who that man is. Definitely. So we got Shamari Jackson over here. Yeah. Got that clap. <laughs> Welcome to the show, brother. Yeah, show. yeah. I, pr- I I appreciate y'all for having me out today, man. man it's it's, it's, nice. it's uh, a good look, yeah, um, for for us to support one another, right? Most definitely. Um, Most definitely. You know, y'all bringing me out here, but uh, it's it's a good look on y'all behalf to to see what y'all doing here, getting together, starting y'all own ventures. And, Most uh, definitely. You know, any any way that I can support y'all as well, just let me know. Definitely. Make that happen. That's I appreciate y'all. Do. Most definitely. Yep. Um, that we like appreciate people like you, man. It's deep in the community, you know, you, you you're the one that makes the, the impact. You know, we just follow your lead, basically. You yeah, know what I mean? Well, I'm trying, trying, man. Uh, you know, sometimes it's an uphill battle, but uh, you know, you gotta you gotta uh stay steady, and uh, be patient and be humble. You know what I'm saying? And have a have a lot of humility when you're out there doing it because you get a lot of doors closed in your face because. Yeah. Um, some, some, some of the, uh, system don't want you doing Definitely. what you're doing. Yeah. Right, right. You know what right. I'm saying? And they're not going to be blatantly tell you they don't want you to, they're just going to close the door in your face. So, yeah. um, you know, I'm out here trying to make the right connections, connecting people with people like y'all, um, got some other homies, uh, that doing the same thing out mm-hmm. here. So young, young cats, young right. brothers, um, you know, just stepping up to the plate, man. And, mm-hmm. and, and being potential leaders and, and motivators like, like Dip said. Right, right. Definitely. Yep. And, um, let's talk a little bit about your, uh, Southwest behavior and, uh, health services and, uh, what exactly you guys is the goal for the community? Cool. Um, I think, um, you know, Southwest behavioral and health services, I started working there as a prevention specialist in 2013 mm-hmm. after I graduated, um, with my bachelor's from ASU. Okay. It was kind of an entry level yeah, position. Let's get a clap for that right there. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Appreciate that. Educated brother. Appreciate that. Let's get a clap for that. Try to try to try to keep keep the education pumping. Definitely, man. Um, but I started out there as a prevention specialist. So um, you know, I I got trained in some some education curriculums that focused on how to how to teach young kids primarily the um areas that uh, underserved, mm-hmm. um, look like us, brown right. and black people right. that, that a lot of the resources don't go to. So we, we, uh, got a, I was delivering a, a, 
a resistance skills right. uh, curriculum. Okay. And I did mm-hmm. that for about two or three years mm-hmm. in, in almost every school in Roosevelt School District down on the south side. So I started building a lot of connections. Um, you know, it's a behavioral health organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got an outpatient clinic. So okay. everywhere I went when I was working with these schools, I could bring in clinicians to the, you know, setting up the establishing uh, counseling services wow. at those schools. So I did, I did that for about three or four years. And then um, we ended up getting a, a federal grant. Wow. From um, the Office of National mm. Drug Control Policy. Wow. That actually funds us for 10 years. Wow. To implement um, what is called the Drug Free Communities Block Grant. Okay. And nope. it's funded for 10 years for us to work inside South Mountain. Wow. Um, specifically within those three zip codes, mm-hmm. 85040, 041, and 042, to implement a host of strategies. Right. right? that includes this whole community model right, right. Um, of a way that we reduce youth substance use. Right. So right. we're we're charged by the federal government to reduce drug use, alcohol use, mm-hmm. specifically in South Mountain. So um, I uh, ended up going back to ASU, getting my master's degree. Wow. We're going to get another hand clap for that. <laughs> Appreciate it. I think, I, I think I'm done at this point. Wow. But, uh, you know, um, never, never done educating myself, but right. as far as the school, and I think I'm done. But when I graduated there, luckily we got that grant. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I got um, promoted into being the Drug Free Communities Project Coordinator. Wow. So um, it was a big step for Southwest Behavioral and Health Services. They had really never um, had an extensive grant like this, over a million dollars for the next 10 years to implement strategies. And specifically, we're trying to reduce substance use every year. Right? Mm-hmm. We, we do a lot of surveys. We do a lot of data. Right. We work with the state that collects data. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Um, you know we aggregate that data, and we see where our rates are going down or going right. up. And right. then we, um, we, we respond accordingly, right? right. And uh, we do that in specific ways in South Mountain under mm-hmm. that grant. Mm-hmm. First thing we do is uh, we provide pu- what we call public information and social marketing. So the same way that um, drug companies are advertising, tobacco companies right. are advertising, right. we go into the community and advertise what are the risks and consequences? Right. Um, what are the the truths about drug right. and alcohol use? Right. Um, and then we do uh, a lot of community educations where we are hosting forums and conferences and events, community education uh, to parents, to kids, law enforcement, um, all different kinds of entities in uh, South Mountain. We educate on a host of different, it's not just just substance use, right? Mm-hmm. We go into all kinds of things like entrepreneurship, okay. um, you know, what, what, what trauma looks like, how community mm-hmm. trauma has affected our communities, mm-hmm. um, the historical trauma, right. uh, behavioral health. Um, we, we focus on a lot of things to educate our community so they have mm-hmm. the tools and the skills to um, raise their kids, uh, talk to their kids, right. you know, use their experiences to, to help their children mm-hmm. understand like oh. what they, what's coming, right. you know, growing up. 
Um, and then one of the biggest things and what, what I'm really passionate about is uh, we do a host of youth uh, development, youth leadership. Okay. We host youth councils right. um, where we specifically work with students to develop them into leaders within their communities. Okay. And when I say communities, I mean at their schools, right? right? Um, we have a, a, a group at South Mountain High School. We have about 20 students there. Oh. Um, Cesar Chavez High School, we have about 20, 30 students wow. there. Building, building. Um, the South Mountain Community Library, I got about 20, 30 students there. Wow, wow. And then a host of middle schools where we work with sixth, seventh, and eighth graders, just kind of developing them into young young leaders mm -hmm. so they can get ready to make an uh, impression on, on their peers right. and within their community, right? right. Definitely. Um, and that's, that's what's important. And, and like I did read that, um, that Arizona is one of the top states when it comes to the drug opioid crisis. Yeah. Uh, they've lost uh, one of the highest amount of people have died in this state, um, mm -hmm. unfortunately. So uh, preventing that and fighting that is definitely important here in Arizona. Yeah. And um, yeah. I commend you for, for that uh, fight uh, and taking that on, that. man. That's, that's dope. That. And uh, I think that's awesome and definitely we something we need especially like on that. the south side yeah. where a lot of people like us are, uh, are concentrated yeah well it, yeah. It, in particular in uh, on the south side man um it's it's a it's that's a little where, that's where we at too that's that's where we at yeah. right um but but the good thing about the the funding that i got it mm -hmm. allows me to kind of uh you know uh think outside the box on right. how i approach our communities because mm -hmm. a lot of um the strategies not necessarily work the same in every community. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the conversations are a little different when I'm working with young black kids or young, young Hispanic kids, mm -hmm. you know, like the, the, the traumas from the community and things like the war on drugs right. have affected us differently, Definitely. right? The resources are different. Definitely. Right. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we're, we're, we're constantly getting, um, arrested for things mm -hmm. that other communities are getting benefiting off of funding for. Right. So my conversations are a lot different than my colleagues in, in, in other communities. So um, I'm, I'm passionate about working on the South side over the last six months, I've probably gotten six job opportunities, right? Yeah. People trying to get me, but um, I'm, I'm committed. I'm trying to stay the course and mm -hmm. uh, you know, it's, it's bigger than just, more uh, it's 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 i got i gotta see this through right right Definitely. you know until until um the goal of what i'm trying to do is make those that are um in the community and and the 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 funding and the access and the resources mm -hmm. i'm trying to make the community sustainable so when right. so whenever this funding goes away mm -hmm. then they know how to do it for themselves right, right? right. so i'm constantly bringing parents and teachers and principals and city officials so we have to work within 12 different sectors of a community it's, right. it's required by our um funders right okay. in dc that we got to work with schools parents right. youth healthcare, businesses media like y'all mm -hmm. right so i have to have them at the table yeah. and the goal is that for over the next 10 years we all working together definitely right. when the funding go away so i facilitate the south mountain works coalition mm -hmm. okay and uh they're all at the table we meet every second friday of the oh, month wow. okay. at the south mountain community library mm -hmm. doors are always open 
But the goal at the end of those 10 years is for that coalition to be up and running by mm -hmm. itself. Right. Right. It's self-sufficient. It's got funding opportunities. Mm -hmm. It's got donations in kind. So, um, yeah, I'm just I'm just passionate about the job I'm doing, man. And, uh, you know, I've worked with thousands of kids, man, wow. that that look like me. Right. Um, yeah. And 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 to see those light bulbs click on, it doesn't mm -hmm. happen overnight. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, like, I get them when they're freshmen, and by senior year, it's finally clear. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? It, but, it's but, a process, but, process. but, you know, um, I, I've, I've never kicked a student out of any of my groups, mm -hmm. you know, no matter what they've done. And I've right. had students do all kinds of stuff. Right. You know, like, I'm, I'm always there. And I always tell them that I'm here to support you. Mm -hmm. I'm here to, to, to help you when, when you are experiencing these um you know, decisions and you're making poor decisions and you need somebody to turn to, right. like, they, they, this is what I'm, that's this what, what they I'm need. Hearing. They need that, that, mm -hmm. that, uh, motivation, Definitely. that big brother role. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah they need that. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And I know, um, are important. from where we're from, yeah. I know that we missed out on those type of opportunities and, uh, sure. we may not have had the, I know I did not have the, the role models to make those decisions and you know what the kind of decisions I was making. <laughs> you and me both, right. Bro. So we we both was making decisions and we, you know what I'm saying, we passed each other and it's cool to see where we came from and to see what you are doing now. And I think that is man, it's a beautiful thing. You, you man, were born man. in East St. Louis, wasn't you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so was definitely. so was I. So definitely. so coming coming from that side of the right, track, man. Right. And, and being even even um you know, being in a place like Edwardsville and growing up where, you know, it was, it, it was a, it was a pretty comfortable place to mm -hmm. grow up, but, um, it was culture you know, shock though. It was, it was culture shock, you know, not having a father in my life. Right. And, uh, you know, those that were influences on me mm. were, were already in the game. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So that really t took a hold of me. Mm -hmm. and uh taught me some things that i had to navigate mm -hmm. and and uh it's a blessing to see have us here definitely you know chopping it up like definitely. this on the on the other side after because all that we've been through i know that you um can tell these kids yeah. that from you know what i'm saying from 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 past experiences yeah. and not yeah. just uh talking out your ass on situations yeah. you yeah. have been there you know yeah, what's man. going on and you was you, you know how these streets are going. Yeah. So, and that's good also yeah. because, uh, you know, kids, you know, they see through those things and uh, some mm -hmm. people, they can't talk from that pre that point of view and be able to see both sides. Man. And that's, that you can bring. And I know that helps well, a lot. You, you said it right there, right? They, they see through it, man. Oh, definitely. If you come at them and they, they'll see right through you. If you ain't, oh. if you ain't been there and mm -hmm. you're trying to tell them what to do, right. like, you know, a lot of the times, man, one of the group at South mountain, right. Um, I I don't even like for for la all last year, man. I just I just took so I was um, working with the school and they were sending me some students that were um, you know kind of getting in trouble at school mm -hmm. and uh, I just opened up a space for them right. to have conversations on what meant what life meant to them and the right. things that mm -hmm. matter to them with mm -hmm. no judgment, no agenda, you know, and and uh, the things that I've been trying to do at on campus like right. host these conversations and mm -hmm. stuff and i was have been doing it for four or five years but these students that i got and just me giving them the space to open up and and talk amongst themselves and having no judgment mm -hmm. and putting no mm -hmm. stigma on them right. for the things that they did right um they turned my initiatives where i was getting maybe 
75, 80 students to, to, to participate. Mm-hmm. Man, they took what I was trying to do and they have 400 students wow. volunteer through their lunch to come into the auditorium in the pod at South Mountain High School wow. and have a conversation amongst themselves. Right. We caught the dean, we kept the deans out, we kept the principals mm-hmm. out, and they chopped it up amongst themselves. That's and these are students that are that are necessarily right not yeah, not the most engaged right. in school and things. So right. um, it's it's just a blessing to uh, be in that position to 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 help them understand mm-hmm. their role in all of this mm-hmm. um and uh you know i get i get to work with some with some beautiful young people man yeah. that that have bright futures ahead of them so right i seen you had got you received the award last year was it the h e a a l or was which one what 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 award what award oh you got you with the bullion you your anticipation Oh, I don't even you don't know. Remember? <laughs> I, I know um uh um I was nominated for award oh. at uh what what was the name of that organization? Two two black for Oh uh, you who could have been nomination, yeah. Two black for society. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. They nominated me for an award, so mm. that was an honor. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about the bullying, but I always I always tell everybody, man, I don't do this for the glory, man. Right. right. Like, like that ain't that ain't what I'm here for, man. Like, uh, I, it's it feel nice to get recognized, mm. but it feel better to get recognized by y'all. You yeah. know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Definitely. To to have y'all come up here and uh, let me let me speak my truth yeah. and uh, highlight the things that I'm trying to do in the community. Well, you always knew that you like cause you you're young, you're young brothers. So did you always knew that you was gonna go this direction in your life or? Nah, man. <laughs> nah. I moved what was out. The, what was the I turning moved, point? I moved out here in 2009, um, and and I was trying to get away from a life. I mean, you you know what the Ville is, Definitely. man. Like like you know, you can. It's easy to get stuck in yeah. in in doing certain things, mm-hmm. and uh, I I had to. What the turning point for me was. My my kinfolk got got arrested, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Had to do 10 years in the Fed mm-hmm. for a host of different things, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My brother ended up getting arrested, doing six months, mm-hmm. four or six months, something like that. Right. And uh, because I was affiliated, I, I got spooked, right? right? Um, mm-hmm. And spooked in a lot of different ways, man. I was dealing with people that were, that were uh, probably jackers and killers and right. you know and then and like m- you know me looking up i was like man how am i here right. and uh how do i get out of here Definitely. so mm-hmm. um you know it 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 took me a long time to try to navigate how to it took me about a year of uh sitting on my front porch mm-hmm. and, and and praying mm-hmm. a lot and talking to my mom a lot mm-hmm. and um you know eventually it was just um either either you stay here go to jail end up there um yeah. or or uh you you get away man and try to try to start over mm-hmm. and um luckily my dad has lived out here all my life so oh, okay. so i've been coming out to uh phoenix since i was a you know 12 13 14 okay. years old back so and you, forth you in the summer times okay. um so it was an easy outlet i called my dad was like hey like this is what's happening this is where i'm at mm. I need to um I need to get it together and I need to get away from here. So luckily he let me come out mm-hmm. here 
And, um, you know, I lived with him for about six months. Six months later, jumped into school, just finished up in 2017 and just just rearranged everything. Yeah, man. Man. So, so I never intended to move in this direction, right? right, right. Like, it, it wasn't until um, I was maybe like two or three years in the college mm -hmm. and I had some really good mentors that uh, saw potential in me. I was volunteering in their lab. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, uh, a gentleman, a president's professor by the name of Jose, Dr. Jose Inanez mm -hmm. and uh, Dr. Perla Vargas, they kind of took me under their wings and kind of taught me how to run their laboratories and do research. And then I started falling in love with just um, helping, right? Mm -hmm. And learning the importance of, um, 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 you know, community health right. and, and how, um, people of color and marginalized communities, right. their health is just, you know, the average life expectancy because of these yeah. health issues yeah. uh, keep, keep us dying earlier. Definitely. So I started kind of falling in love with that. And then um, particularly we started a program at ASU that was called Arizona State University Mentoring Program, wow. where we started working within Phoenix Union High School District with students and giving them the tools to access and succeed at college. Mm -hmm. And that's where it started to spark for me. Okay. Right. Every Saturday I was giving up my time to go and teach these kids about computer skills and, mm -hmm. and uh, literary skills and FAFSAs and financial aid. Wow. And, and um, I remember uh, Dr. Nanya has pulled me to the side and said, Hey, like, you're really good at this and you're really good at that and you should pursue that. Mm -hmm. right. And ever since then, I just kind of kept, kept moving forward. And then this is, this is where I'm at, man. And this is what I'm passionate about. Definitely. He wasn't doing this. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a big, uh, advocate for, uh, education. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, I very well may be a teacher or something. Right. Um, you know, uh, I understand the importance of, of having good teachers. I've seen some really bad ones yes. out here. Definitely. Yes. <laughs> you know, so, so, so a good teacher can just change the game for, mm -hmm. for yeah. a student, man. They need that. It can definitely make or break whether or not a student pays attention or actually wants to learn. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. That motivation. You're not yeah. supposed to call them parents because they are like parents away from they, yeah. they eight hours a day. Yeah, yeah. you right. with them eight eight hours a day. Mm -hmm. You go yeah. home, you got three or four hours before yeah. you gotta go to sleep. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So so um being I would probably maybe be an educator or yeah. something, but um, you know, my, my first love was always music. So I've always DJed since yeah. I was about you know, 24, 25, wow, and I okay. still do to this day. Got them skills. So, <laughs> so I would probably maybe be doing that more right. if I had to, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But, uh, you know, I, 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 tr I try to keep busy, man. And, and you still, you still DJ to this day. Yeah, still, huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. I still, I still DJ. That's um, tight, man. Yeah. That's true. yeah, I do all I know, kinds uh, of, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> What'd you say? What don't you do? <laughs> I mean, you, you I can know, probably name a couple cool. things. <laughs> he wears a lot of hats. Man. Yeah, right. yeah, man. And I know um, one of your homies back in the day that you probably started DJing with uh, past a couple years, uh, Big D. I want to give a shout out to him. I know he uh, had you um, started out with probably with him. I know you guys used to be uh, doing a lot of things back in the day with your productions and uh, things you used to do. So yeah, I want to give a shout out to him. And uh, I was the uh, 
what you think about uh, that situation with him and uh, dying so so young? You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Mello, Mello was a um, uh, a big impact on my life, man. Like he was my oldest friend from Edwardsville. We mm-hmm. we actually were raised on the same uh, 14th Street and State oh. in East St. Louis. Wow, so wow. when I was two years old, me and Mello were 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 running down the street, right. acting up. Right. You know what I'm saying? So when when it all circled back around and we ended up in Cottonwood right. and we realized that, Hey, we knew each other. Like, mm-hmm. um, Mello was my oldest friend. So he had a really big impact on me for music. Um, you know, we, um, we did a lot of songs together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. we recorded together, right. we performed together. I remember seeing performances. You guys yeah. Together, yeah, so. man. Me and Mello <laughs> used to chop it up, man. Uh, right. you know, he was a, he was a good brother, man. Always very, uh, vocal. Never mm-hmm. held back on his opinions, and uh, you know he had some um, what people would think ra- uh, fairly radical thoughts about mm-hmm. how society is that I could appreciate. Mm-hmm. Man, some would call them conspiracy theories, but <laughs> I'm with that. Them. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm, I'm with that. Yeah, but um, right. you know him um, him passing away um, at such an early age because of health um, health issues, mm-hmm. man. Uh, we had been, he had just moved to California. So we were, we were connecting a lot via phone, trying to, trying to get to one another. Yeah. And, uh, we had a lot of, uh, we have a lot of, had a lot of conversations via texts and Facebook messengers. Um, you know, he was, he was just really trying to move in a direction like all of us, man, mm-hmm. trying to do better for his community, do better for his kids. Um, and, and I often go back and look at those messages and uh reminisce about my guy man but uh you know it's it's important that uh you know we we take our health healthing um serious man but you know at the same time because of the way the system set up Mm -hmm. it's hard for a lot of us to 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 focus on health right like like trying to pay the bills right um he i'm not necessarily sure but uh he had some serious health health issues yeah we're trying to yeah, yeah. i mean we're definitely trying to get our health right yeah you know? yeah man it's, it's a factor it's, uh, it's, it's important yeah i mean important. he he passed away in his uh late 30s uh-huh. you know what i mean so it's it's scary you know what i'm saying i wanted to talk about it because i knew how big of a factor he was in your life yeah, and then and doing djing and yeah. and um i know you guys were, were always cool yeah, and everything man. and I, I just wanted to talk about him and uh say rest in peace to the homie yeah yeah man. and um an- another homie since you hear uh kyle dickerson passed away a couple uh a month ago or so in in, in st louis he was he was um in in a situation in st louis and you know how it is out there so he died in the hands of violence which is which is terrible and um I want to say rest in peace to him and to his and and, and rest in peace to his family and everything I appreciate that man. and um you know it's it's tough out there man you know and i'm i'm happy to see you here you know we we had to make a difference and get up out of there and um that's why i want to bring you on because you make such a difference in this community and you make it such a difference to so many kids lives and um i, I just wanted to bring you on to let other people know that and see that you can come from um bad circumstances get yourself educated and you yeah. become a leader and yeah. and to me you are a, a, a candidate to become a councilman or you know what i'm saying something like that in the Definitely. city you know Definitely. what i mean and I, and that's how i feel about you. I, I, I appreciate that that's how i feel about that, you that bro. yeah man i mean for real and and you can with that you become something 
in the future, I believe that's what you're going you're, to be. You're, you know you're exactly what these kids can relate to. Right, yeah, right, right. That's what we need, relatable people speaking right. to the yeah, We need, And you're a leader, and that's what I mean. We need yeah. leaders who've been there and, and, and making the difference. So I, I appreciate I really you, bro, appreciate and that's why I wanted to bring you on here. Definitely, definitely. You see? All right. Deep. Yeah, man. Don't say it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sorry to get so deep no, on y'all. No, but, no, that's but, what... But that's it, good. Bro, this, that's exactly what this podcast is about. We want to spotlight the people that's actually making the change yeah. in the community. Definitely. And you're doing above what, you, you know, what everybody, a lot of people are doing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we want to make sure people know who you are and uh, you're helping the community, man. You're making better. Definitely. So, cool. Definitely. So... Are we, are we doing the uh, are we doing a game today? You got your trivia today. Are we, we are. doing a game today? <laughs> yeah. I think uh, okay. you know, I think our trivia game this week is sports trivia. Oh, okay. Let's okay. see how he does. So yeah. I, I I think so, I got like four people here, three people at least okay. to help you out. <laughs> if so, if so, they okay. at least two. Do, do at I least get how many lifelines I get? So far, I mean, you know, <laughs> if Daniel knows anything, I, I, you, you got so so yeah. if how many questions you gonna get? You got five questions. Five questions. Best three out of five. So, so you gotta you gotta get three right out of the five and we'll donate fifty dollars to your foundation or charity. Uh, Your favorite charity. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. This. Question number one. There you go. Which is the only American football team to go a whole season? Undefeated, including the Super Bowl. Oh, that's an easy one. <laughs> He's like, is it though? That's an easy one. You need a lifeline already? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm take this lifeline. How many do I get? You got uh, all three. Five? Okay. Yeah. yeah, let me take this lifeline. All right, the Miami Dolphins. Yes. What year? Dolphins? Oh, I know. I think I know the year. I know. 72. There you go. Hold on. That's all I'm saying. You can't get the lifeline off of that one. Final answer. Right. Miami Dolphins. You got that right, right there. You only get the use lifeline twice. Yeah, okay. So you only got to get one right, basically. All right, okay, okay. Question number two. Which American football team won mm-hmm. the first two Super Bowls in 1967 and 1968? I think that's an easy one, too. Hmm? Oh, man, you come with the. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Yeah. I don't, do I know Sports that one? Oh, yeah. I know that one. I'm not. I, I'm not in it because she told me the answer. Oh, okay. He's always honest. <laughs> He's so honest. I swear, dude, you're so honest. Uh, y'all don't that. Y'all don't look like y'all know this one. I think it, I'm thinking two teams, but I'm. Uh, I don't know for sure on that one. I got two teams in mind, but I'm not for sure. Mm-hmm. So don't use my life. <laughs> <laughs> Time is running out. Uh, what's, your, what's your one team? Yeah. No, it wasn't them. What? Yes, it was the it Packers. Was? Uh, it was the oh, Packers. Okay. I was going to go with the Steelers. I'm two in. Two He's in. Two in. You got to get one we, more right. Can we, can we do something like uh, ice skating or something? No. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, all your lifelines are gone. So you to Okay, okay. Which boxer inflicted Muhammad Ali's first defeat in professional boxing? And uh, what year? Uh, oh, man, what year? That the, the year, year is hard. Yeah, the year is hard. 
I couldn't remember this shit. I don't know. Either, I don't know the year. I don't know. Year. I was, was that the Rumble in the Jungle? Uh, no, what? No. What was up, the year? Hold up, hold up. Give me a sec. You know what? No. You got ten seconds. Uh, wasn't wasn't Larry on? Oh, five. Yeah. Three. Oh. I don't know the year. The year don't matter. Uh, Do you at least know the person? Joe Frazier. Joe Frazier. Yeah, I know that. But it was, there we go. We got it. You, you gotta have point for that. Uh, yes. Let me let me go with uh the year seventy seven seven. <laughs> 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 like, How do you go off? Seventy four. Ah, you was close. Seventy five. Nah, it was seventy one. Oh, seventy one. Wow. Right. I thought it was seventy four. My 71. bad. <laughs> 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 no, he got it right. He said Joe Fraser. No, it's half a point, though. Yeah. That's only half oh, a point. Okay. Damn, I was born in 77. Come on, give me a break here. That's half a point. That's half a point. You got to get another half a point. All right. So, which NFL team appeared in four consecutive Super Bowls from 1991 yeah. to 1994? That's easy money. And lost them all. Beyonce. Nah, man, we can't you know give them no lifelines. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Lifelines well, is over. Ninety-one to ninety-four. That's easy money. They, it could have only been the uh, the boys. Yeah. Right. Who, who was the boys? Yeah, boy. No. 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 Oh, it's wrong. It's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when the Cowboys? When nope. the Cowboys? They won. They won. What? One more. It's about being responsible. They won then. They beat them oh, twice. Oh, I know who it is. They beat them twice I in the Super Bowl. The Cowboys <laughs> never <laughs> twice in the Super Bowl. Nah, nah, nah. Don't say that. Nah. I know who it is now. Okay. They're going to break out this song. It's in 94. But I know who it is now. I know who it is now from the Cowboys. Nope. The answer is? Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills. Yeah, Buffalo Bills. Yeah, look at you with the candy. You say my bills. You say my bills. You yeah. I'm over here thinking, uh, so you got one wrong. Okay. And all the bring it. It's, it's over. It's over. You got half a point. Oh, yeah. oh, you got one more. Oh, okay. So, so we you get, get this one. You get the last one. You got to get half a point. Yeah. You got to get half a point at least. All right. Oh, y'all going to be making make, make <laughs> my sports card over here. Of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> As of December 2016, which NFL team has won the most no, Super Bowls? Oh, yeah, and know, with how many? One. You know this. Yeah. You just said them a minute ago. Cowboys. No. The first one you said. What was it? You got one more guess. The first one you said. What was the question again? The question is. Who won the most as of Super Bowls? December yeah. 2016. Oh, the there you go. And how many wins? How many wins? We got how many wins? Super Bowl. A half a point. That that means yeah, I win. That's all I need right there. That means I win. win. But I'm a, I'm a guess. Uh, uh, eight Super Bowls. No. Six. 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 Yeah. Well, damn. The New England Patriots got six. <laughs> yeah, they do now, but it was they as now, of 2016. Oh, as of 2016. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That, was your, right. that was your clue right there. Yeah, I don't, even, I don't even really focus on uh, uh, football. So, <laughs> where where the Jordan questions <laughs> at? Where the, where the Laker questions at? <laughs> What's up? <laughs> where the bonus questions? Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, let's right, do this so real quick. Let's do this real quick. Um, we. 
we don't do shout out roulette no more because we're actually looking for sponsors for the podcast. Mm-hmm. But this one, uh, I thought was uh, important to shout out. But don't you know? We usually don't shout out nobody. No, that's yeah. all. Okay. No, we need. Um, I want to give a Pipe shout out to uh, was it Brenton Family Dental? Wow. Uh, they're a trust. They're a black owned, uh, you know, dental dentistry. Uh, downtown Phoenix, trusted family dentistry, serving Midtown, Phoenix, Arizona. You can contact them at 602-293-8073 or visit them at uh, 59 East Lexington Ave, Phoenix, Arizona, 85012. And their website is com. They're, uh, yeah, like I said, they're a black-owned uh, new dental office downtown. Go get your mouth fixed, your uh, mouth. They also... Uh, Cavities and all, huh? They're actually, if you don't have insurance... They 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 can work with you even if you don't have insurance. Okay. Um, they have a, they have an in-house plan called Rented Family Dental Plan. Mm-hmm. Ninety nine dollars and you are enrolled and covered for the does year. It, does it say credit? What type of credit do you have to have? Bad credit, no credit. No, it just says they have the plan. Okay. Just the same thing about credit. So they have ninety nine dollars. You are enrolled and covered for the year. Wow. You get two free cleanings, exams, and X rays. Up to sixty percent off for certain treatments as well. Oh, that's important, man. Get so those definitely yeah, check them out because me and Teeth are definitely gonna head over there. Yeah, that's and cool. Get it, you know, definitely. Y'all gonna so. set up with the ninety nine plan and everything? No, I got insurance, brother. Oh. Now it's <laughs> right. Right. I might have yeah. to set up with that ninety nine plan. It's, it's important. You have insurance. Important to keep so the mouth clean. Check them out, man. Brenton Family Dental. Check yeah, them that's out. Cool. That's dope, man. Black that's dope. owned Black business. Owned. That's what's up. Most definitely. Get to my man Nate the Great. Oh, it's not sit there now. Yeah, yep. Sit the F down. Um, today sit the F down goes to three students from uh, Emmanuel Christian Private School. Uh, these are the three white students who held down a black girl. Her name is Ani Amari Allen. I'm sorry, held her down and cut her dreads off forcibly. No apparent reason at all. She didn't do anything to them. She wow. wasn't provoking them. Um, but they decided to. Bully her, hold her. They covered her mouth down, cut her dreads off, and let her on her way. Um, you three boys could shut the shut the hell up, sit wow. the hell down, and you guys are pieces of shit. I'm sorry to talk to kids like that, but that's trash. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was just that's, wrong. That's, I saw I saw that. Like right? she was all crying and stuff. Yeah, they pinned her down, held yeah, her down. The parents, where is where are they learning this stuff from? Like it's a they learned behavior. Learn, man, I talked about this on this week on our Facebook. They learn it from the parents. They learn it from Americans. We're violent. We are. We are a violent society. Very. You know what I mean? When we stop being a violent society, our kids will stop being a violent society. You know what I mean? It ain't going to just start with them. I see people when online talking about, there, right, right uh, they bullying my kid. I'm going to go out there and fuck them up. Yeah. Like, yeah. did you, do you hear what you just said? How yeah. is that going to help anything? It's gonna it make doesn't feel help. Better, it's going to make you feel better, but violence does not help violence. It's not, it does not stop violence. If I wish a motherfucker looking, would. Right, the kids are seeing that. Can't fight fire with fire. Right, you. I'm, unfortunately, you can't, man. You can't be an adult, You're not gonna. You're not gonna bully my kids. Like, I, I, I understand. Let that be my I, kid. I, I, my daughter. I understand where kids are coming from, but look, dude, I probably told the story before. My mother locked the door on me, man, and watched me get beat up. <laughs> I'm running to the door. You know what I'm saying? She was like, handle that. Either either you gonna handle it or you gonna be going through it your whole life. Right, right, these right. these people are not good people, man. 
we going we're expecting kids to stop bullying in a country that's one of the most violent countries in the world. We are yeah. bully, we're a bully country. Bully. Man, so these are these are all 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 learned behaviors, right? right. Like 14, exactly. 13, 15 year old kids doing what they learn from their they parents. They doing what they learn. The kids first role model, their parents. Right. They mimic them and they copy every move. They definitely so, do. Not only the first the most influential. The most influential. Yep. Right? Most influential. And then yeah. a, a, another fact around that, um, your vice president, mm-hmm. Michael Pence, his wife is a teacher at that school. Wow. Damn. And you think oh, wow. you heard anything about that? No, they're not going to bring that up. That was a plot twist. Like, oh, wow. Yeah, true. they wasn't going to mention that. Wow. That's dope. Yeah. I didn't even know that. It's, yep. it's a yep. Christian school in Virginia. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a Christian school too? Yeah. yeah. yeah that was my well, that's the, you know, those are the most, that's the, the yeah. worst schools. And you Christian know, those, them, those, those people here? usually are the, they, they have the most problems with racism and they supposed to be Christian. But yeah, we know the KKK was, was a Christian uh, group. It's a Christian organization. Yeah, so it's yeah, not, yeah, you know what I mean? True. We, that's these, crazy. just being Christian doesn't just give you a pass, man. No, no, no. You know what I mean? Just things that think, you know, right, exactly. And they are, these schools are horrible and they racist and you know i don't know if i would send my school to a christian school my, my kids would but i don't have kids but i, I don't know if i would you to a I, christian school no i don't I gotta, know if they I gotta go to public school. Yeah, yeah i would rather just you know what i mean look man deal with this life out here yeah. you know what i mean it's gonna be tough regardless regardless yeah you know that's crazy yeah wow oh yeah. man that's, that thing go deep don't it yeah man all right we're gonna they get all the plot twists with that one Definitely, definitely. Let's get into the word on the street news. Um, What's the word this week? America has now categorized white nationalism as a threat to the Department of Homeland Security. After two hundred years, after all the years, it's finally time. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Why? Why? Why did it take so long? I I don't understand. Well, they still haven't apologized for slavery. Still, as a government. You know what I mean? They're they're late because they they know this is the a big a big big part of their base mm-hmm. and they're disrespecting them. So so now it's 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 a little more vogue to stand up. But man, you know we wish it was like that in the fifties and sixties and they were doing this type stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think the uh, the the demographics of America is is changing, right? I think maybe a few years back, the 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 white male white mm-hmm. woman was officially for the first time ever in America mm-hmm. considered the minority. Right. When you take all the all other minorities. Uh, I, I don't even like using the word minority. I'm gonna say global majority. Right. Right. Yeah. right. When when for the first time, I think a few years back, we were 51% mm-hmm. of the population. Definitely. So they gotta they gotta move with the times, man. And like like you just said, you know, America's never really um, um apologized for slavery, but every other country that had involved has 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 given reparations mm-hmm. australia you know northern europe the dutch you germany. know the dutch mm-hmm. germany mm-hmm. all of them have paid reparations yep. for for what happened with with slavery so mm-hmm. yeah um it'd be, it'd be everybody but us right well no we've given reparations in in to the japanese for the internment camps uh, we we've gave we give them. I think we helped out for the Jews for their yeah, situation. Yeah, we did, but not. Um, we helped a lot of them. Yep. But, but for black people, no, right. it's always no. an excuse. There's always a no, reason why they can't do it, and yep. that's, that's that's the reason it, why. That's what it is. Yeah. The forty acres and the mule was promised 
but I believe that the president, I, I can't, I can't remember exactly who. Comic. Yeah, no, yeah. that was really a real no, comic. It was no, a real, it was no, that was a real comic. Yeah, but the, somebody like, stopped it, right? It was stopped because he didn't win the presidency, or he didn't get into office, or the person who came, I think, after him, Jackson, yeah. came after him, and he took all those laws and just and just, just wiped them away, kind of how like. Out. Our current president doing right, right. So we had a like I think it was like 1905, right after slavery to about oh five ten, where we had a lot of prospering, a lot of people in government. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were still were getting hanged yeah, and yeah. killed, and KKK was still there, but we did have a lot of prosper. I think uh, Killer Mike talked about it on yeah, the, on his yeah, panel, where he right, right, where mm -hmm. he was saying that. Uh, that that was a prosperous time and probably the greatest yeah. time for uh, America. I didn't agree because we still were getting hanged and we still couldn't right. walk around the country like we want to. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I didn't agree with that. But yeah. when it comes to building and and people in office at that time, it was a prosperous time for us. Uh, well, very. well, also, um, you know, because of the slavery, we were we were really the only skilled laborers in 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 America. Mm -hmm. So. Um, during that time, if they wanted something to be done, they came and employed us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, it's 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 a it's a weird 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 situation man, yeah. that that needs to be um, spoke on yeah, like a lot. Always empire right now. I feel like since we were the only skilled laborers at that time during that period, mm -hmm. we should have built something from something, that from yeah, that yeah, labor. Man, we're taken advantage of, man. Yeah, yeah. Many people were taken advantage of who couldn't read and couldn't, who write. couldn't write, but they knew how to skill and were skilled at certain labors mm -hmm. and couldn't take advantage of the business <laughs> opportunities yeah. that the other people would have taken advantage of. Right. Like uh, to grow rice, we taught them how to grow rice. The slaves taught them how to grow rice. They didn't know how to grow rice in this uh, this atmosphere. They didn't so know how because to grow we knew how either. to rice, we knew how to grow Soybean. rice in, the in this atmosphere. We taught them these things, things that we could have kept to our fucking self capitalized and capitalized on these things, and we would have been on the front of uh, H and R rice right. and on the front of the rice. You know what I mean? And we smiling. It's we just only Uncle Ben. You know what I'm saying? Right. We wouldn't. Just, we wouldn't just have Uncle Ben. We built ben a lot in this right. country. That's all. We built Stuff this you can just pop in the microwave <laughs> and keep on going. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, let's start. Let's two stories right here uh a submarine carrying 12,000 pounds of cocaine worth 165 million seized by the coast guard in the pacific ocean wow. also a couple received almost 550,000 worth of ecstasy as 25,000 ecstasy tablets <laughs> in the mail mistaken from the netherlands so drugs is definitely uh Crazy out here. I don't know, man. Make drugs legal, man. Just make it all legal. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Portugal made drugs legal. Man. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. And they, 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 yeah. they seeing differences. Yes, like they and, made and, all and drugs legal. Yeah, and it's man. not just yeah. about making it legal, right? It's about providing the resources mm -hmm. so you can do right. it. They provide so and you clean, know, you can and go clean environments. Yep. Like, say, you get a building, yep. and people can come in here and be in a sterile environment mm -hmm. and use. Yep. And, you, and well, the doctors come you, in you and think, administer the drugs for them. Y'all think those clinics that people go to is okay? I think it's better than having people falling out all over the streets, man. The methadone That's where the crime, that's right. where the crime and, and spreading, comes from. And spreading diseases Disease? and stuff. Right. Yeah, I understand this, that. This, I understand. This, I just don't. what it is. AIDS, HIV, hepatitis, these are the reasons why we have well, these I'm saying, like, I, I, Kids can I find these needles, man. I understand the, the marijuana thing, because that's like some medicine. Mm -hmm. but, mm -hmm. 
the other stuff, man. I just don't. Man, we've been fighting the war on drugs. From all these, like, you know, like, goes like pain, pain pills, you know, what's right? the difference from meth and um, yeah, um, there should be oxytocin and stuff. Right. I mean, yeah. there's doctors, definitely like, doctors the number one drug dealer. It, meth would right, be exactly. even better than you know, all these like pain pills that people, people get hooked on and right. stuff, and that's what they're getting same, hooked same on right damage. now, right? And like, when 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 patients go to the methadone clinics, the, they have actual nurses that are actually administering mm-hmm. the drug for them, mm-hmm. whether the, the, the patient is trying to wean themselves off of a certain drug mm-hmm. or whether or not that's the drug of choice that they choose to use. That yes. Yeah. 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 No, it's no. helping you wean off a drug. Yeah. That's what so they, they say. They're mm-hmm. giving you the drug to help you wean off of it, but what they're gonna do is lower the dose. Lower the doses comes. that you're getting. But this week you may get fifty milligrams. Mm-hmm. Next week you'll get twenty five. But is it effective? Is it for some? For some, it is. I think I think everybody's a little different. Right. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Some it might take you a year to wean off that stuff, right? right? Okay. And for for others, it might be a couple months. But I I just think that the the I'm 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 not an advocate for legal drugs, but mm-hmm. I understand why others are right mm-hmm. because you're providing an atmosphere for it to be in a controlled environment. Right. The war on drugs has been a complete and utter loss. failure. Yeah, if you, yeah. if we were to pump, pump billions of dollars into education and, and environments like doctors to come out and help individuals, there was a, a episode in The Wire mm-hmm. yeah. where where yeah. he created kind of a, a space where everybody yeah. could just yeah. use drugs that. and yeah, right, sell right. drugs and, and, wouldn't get in trouble and nobody that. died right nobody yeah. got killed right. nobody yeah. robbed like even though it's make believe like it's but, working keep it in the area yeah, i remember but, that. It's like I, it's working they was like it works on the show it was yeah. like it's working it's doing no one's getting fucked up I think with billions of dollars, we could we could at least try try something different. Fifty years, we do need to try something different. Of course, yeah, we definitely do. I just. I'm a big advocate for education. So, like, like bring me all 40, 50 mil, and I can go educate a lot mm-hmm. of individuals. Even with the legalization of marijuana, you know, like they're pumping lots and lots of money in advertising yes. that affects our young people. Yeah. That, that start thinking that it's harmless yeah. when to use it when they're young. Yeah. Like you could probably um, counteract that advertisement if you just pump money in education mm-hmm. and provide right. yeah, for somebody right. like yeah. me yeah, to true. go into schools right. and really talk about talk about what's up. I'm a right. big proponent for uh, education yeah. and yeah. pumping more money into education. I don't right. see, I don't, if you, since you said I don't see no education. <clears throat> No. No. no, not at all. And, uh, I do you see, used to see I all see those uh, of, uh, the Bow Wow commercials and the little Romeo commercials mm-hmm. for college. You used to see those yeah. all the time. You don't see oh, those yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. No. You don't well, see the broad commercials like you used well, to. The thing is, is that, that we can't, you can't really educate people if people aren't really trying to to listen. You know what I mean? So right the, now, the kids ain't. No yeah. one's really yeah. listening to people. They're just doing what they know their parents done and that's the household is number one and if if the parents can teach and that's not that's the problem is right now the parents are fucked up you know what i'm saying and that's what they learned that from my, my og never did anything like that so you know what i'm saying i never seen anyone do drugs and take drugs like that in my life right. so your environment is number one 
the people I know that be that go straight into doing heroin, they started off, they was they mom, she was taking yeah. oxys and shit. Yeah, yeah. And they she always taking Vicodin and yeah. you know, now they didn't stole a couple Vikes from their moms, you know what yeah. I'm saying, and took them to school. Word. And that's the start of this shit, man. Well, what do you do? Check this out. My mom's I was raised by my mother. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a situation with my stepdad, but mostly raised by my mother. She ain't do no drugs. She's strong, teaching right. me, you know, we I grew up nation. Nation, you know, mm-hmm. reading books, how to eat, but I still, I'm on lonely, and me going to school and living in the bad neighborhood. I wasn't eating good. You see my, y'all see my mom's, you know, since she right, healthy, right? I ain't eat good. Uh, I still was dipped into the street. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm but saying? But you don't so do I can't drugs. Blame that no, I don't, I don't do drugs. You're but, right. But I still was influenced by outside entities. Yeah, you're you know gonna I mean? get outside influences. No one is gonna say that's not gonna happen, but. The parent, the parental um, uh, role is strong, man. Yeah, yeah. Whatever religion you're born with, that's usually the religion you still have right now. You still believe that religion. Whatever your parents taught you, that's what you still normally believe. Nine times out of ten. I'm I'm gonna take certain things from right. Right, right. right. You you don't just turn your back on what you've learned your whole life. Right. You know what I mean? You may not like. You may not like turn your back, but you may you may kind of like put it into your new lifestyle. It's like I was raised Christian Catholic, but I don't go to church. Right. And it's not that I don't believe in God or anything just that. I don't do church. But I do believe in people that, you know, that go. But you still, you know, you still yeah. call yourself but a I Catholic, still, though. But like, like you said, I, I have, like, the values I bring in. I don't follow completely like I, you right. know, like I was raised. But I still kind of follow, like you say, because whatever you learn is what you know, and you know. But, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think the role of the parent is strong, and um, we definitely – got to be be there for our kids man and yeah, we 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 live in a system man that's that's not set up for the majority of us to succeed no right no definitely. like it's it's set up so all of us and i mean black I mean, people traps. white people traps. poor people traps. um it's set, set up to keep to us in, in a cycle trap, right and we continuously generation through generation Mm -hmm. go through these cycles of of trauma that keep us in 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 violence right right? uh substance use so these things that are happening you know uh poor health drug use Mm -hmm. um they're only and and this is just in in my eyes and and from what i've kind of been looking at it's only uh the result of what the system has Mm -hmm traumatized us to be in you know i bring it back to the war on drugs man like like there was an opportunity to really really hit home in the 80s when the crack epidemic hit Mm -hmm. but the way that they pumped in the money and what they did Mm -hmm. um it traumatized the community it definitely did right it broke up a lot of our homes Mm -hmm. and put a lot of us in in prison systems right they started making money off the backs of what was happening in the eighties with the crack epidemic. Right. Yeah. And um, these things have just continuously put us in a cycle well, of, of well, re-traumatization. Yeah. Well, well, now we see that the customer has changed. The customer now is a, a rich white person from the suburbs. Yeah, yeah. So they don't really care what the person looks like dog. No. I'm, I'm, I've been people be like, man, it's, it's the rich versus the poor man. We got to realize that they don't give a fuck what you look like. If you're going to take these drugs and they're going to make that money off these drugs, they're going to take that money. 
yep. and they don't care what community is destroyed. They're that destroying is, white communities. The the white population right now, their uh their their age of the dying, what what is uh their Baby death rates, the death rates, yeah, okay, okay, are, are lowering right now. Yeah. For their for their population because of the opium epidemic right now, their population is I think the average age was like forty seven for for white people yeah. like it's not it's old man they're getting old not having a lot of kids and that's where a lot of this fear is coming from too but yeah. the drugs is turning the communities apart definitely you know we wasn't we were not we don't come from environments where we normalize these drugs they do. And that's why it's, it's hurting them a lot more than it's hurting us in this situation. Yeah. But I don't think that we should treat them like Dave Chappelle said and uh, like we did them, like did us. We should try to help out and uh, try to do the best because next yeah, thing man. you know, it'll be in our community. And that's why you hear all these rappers it's, talking it's about it. Been in our they, they, the rappers talking about it. They right. trying to push it on the kids, yeah. rapping about it and shit. You know, so, places like kids uh, out there talking about popping mollies. Right. And, and, I mean, they already doing this, but right. I'm talking about they already doing these things. Right. Yeah. So it's well, it could get even worse, and they doing all these this heroin, and, and hopefully no, that doesn't. Well, happen. You gotta understand places like uh, Baltimore and, and and New York and Virginia and all these East Coast towns, like like. Communities of colors have been ravaged by heroin use for yeah. years, for years. Yeah. since the fifties and sixties. Yeah, definitely. man. And um, you know, nowadays it's to the point where, you know, um, even even our our death rates are rising because what's what's happening is when when we get arrested and we go and get put in jail and we detox in jail and we come out of jail. If if you're black or if you're brown, you got to go back to your community, mm -hmm. right? There's no resources happening popping off in those communities, no. so we're having a spike in overdose rates wow. in in the black and brown communities. Wow. Where when uh, white people go back to their community, there's a lot more resources, resources right? Um, they have so, jobs set up, they so, have schooling, they have a housing, they have a lot more, like you said, resources that for them that that will help them than we do. That will help us. So it's not all just black and white. I I just think that um you know like you said man we gotta we gotta be in a position where um we're willing to help anybody. You know I think the greatest trick that America ever played on anybody was making the poor white man think that he had some kind of privilege over a poor black man. Right. When 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 classism. They don't care. If you're a one percenter, they just don't care. Right, man. Right. They 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 want your money and they want you to die. Yeah. And that's that's, that's, that's the bottom line, right? Period. Mm -hmm. I ain't gonna say no more after that. Right. Yeah, I want to get into um this last news story and then we're gonna go over to new uh, sister social. Um uh, a man and uh kills a driver for looking at him at a red light in Phoenix. <laughs> Shit um, crazy, man. Yeah, man. Just that, you know, looking at him? Just yeah, just looking, looking at, at him. him. He, he shot him. Uh, police believe a man may have shot and killed another motorist for simply looking at a man while stopped at a red light. According to Phoenix police on March 1st, 2019, Alex Mixon was driving westbound on Thunderbird Road in 30th Street. Wow. Right down the street from the crib. When this truck suddenly crossed over into an eastbound lane and, and left way. When did this road. happen? Uh, March 1st. Wow. Coming to a complete stop, Mixon was taken to a hospital where he later died from his injuries. Uh, yeah, man. Oh, wow. Gun violence is just. 
Yeah, just yeah. terrible, man. That's why, you know what I'm saying? I say it all the time. Everybody having guns is not a good thing. We yeah, need no, to have mental evaluations. Let them be, man. Better, better background checks. Um, I'm going to fight against guns forever. So this yeah. is just stuff like this is why I'm against it. So, you know what I mean? And um, I just think it's terrible. And um, that's what my local news for that one on today. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty sad that guns have to be yeah, man, dude, just so prevalent business, in our man. society yeah. in today's today's right. time so easily killed that dude i mean come on man his, like his where to gone. stop light right i mean just just i, just I being look so i look fragile. out my windows right. when i'm i'm when i'm at a stoplight i'll look both ways and i'll look at people sometimes you might catch a motherfucker digging in their nose like you oh, never yeah. know what you're gonna <laughs> so, yeah. so Hey, got a man your business. That's supposed to be telling people don't be flipping people off. Yeah. Don't don't yeah, do things. About, don't man. don't talk when you in. Don't uh don't get into this uh, uh fighting on. on the road. Don't do that, man. Just keep driving. These people are crazy. Yeah. Uh, Unless don't, you gotta defend yourself for real, man. Just yeah. keep, just, let it be, just man. keep driving, right. man. Don't fight with these people. Said, and I know it's yeah. easier said enough. Yeah. I want to fuck people up, yeah. but uh, <laughs> you you. You have to, man. Yeah, now, yeah. I, I try to keep myself from from flipping people off and doing things like that because I know it could go into something and I get mad and then it, it yeah. turns into something more. So people, you gotta, you know, you don't want to be following around behind nobody. Oh my goodness! They you done know. did something you don't like. You know how they are. But hey, that? sister social. Sister social. Well, you know, this week, sister social. We're gonna go ahead and get on into that. Uh, what we got for this week, Tito? What are we talking about? We were having, we had a couple of topics that we want to discuss and stuff. We went from like you know, um, pickup lines to um, pet peeves. You know, we kind of had like a mixture of like a couple of things. I'm more interested in like meal of the week, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm hungry, and it's early. To yeah, have I, mean, I see you ate this banana one. No, I didn't know that banana. I remember opening it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> She said, I'm more interested but in the meal of the week. Right. I'm more interested in the meal of the week this week. Well, I mean, you know, we did bring it in, so we're going to get to Is that. Is that right? <laughs> we're going to get to that. So. Right. What's your pet peeves this week, Tita? Oh, this week. One of them, like we were discussing that road rage. It's like, you always see it, you know? And you always see like, this is going to go so south. This is going to go so south. Sometimes it works out, sometimes it don't. You know, I have the, the typical, you know, pet peeve at home, like, you know, dirty clothes on the floor, you know, so that one, you know, sometimes hurt my husband, but I love him, so I don't hurt him. Oh, my goodness. Um, she talking about trying to kill you over there, Daniel, for that. leaving dirty clothes on the floor. <laughs> I, I always, I, she got to throw something every time, you know, her, her topics got to throw me in there, you know. She's part of my life, why wouldn't I? <laughs> Go ahead. Let's see what else. I... I don't like people taking advantage of others. Like it could be something like you know, like in the community. It could be like you know, like I hate people taking advantage of others. Like it's such like I will be that one person that will stop the car, get out, and be like yell at them. Like no, you can't do that. You can't tell them that. I will definitely do that. So this day, Daniel has seen me in an action before. Peacemaker. Yes, I try. I it's it's really easy to get peace. You know. How many it's fights like, you done tried to break up, Daniel? Some, some don't do that. They get, get some you, them that's get you beat up. <laughs> that, that might get you beat up. Though. Yeah, yeah, it, it might. might. I didn't see any people get punched. Every y'all over here trying to start shit, right? I told you to stay back. Don't worry about it. 
telling you, you get punched, man. But it's like nowadays, it's like I feel like somebody needs that <laughs> one person. I got punched right. before. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> so get, and then you want to fight. I'm still standing. Oh, I'm sitting down right now, but I'm still good. That's why I don't get into it. And the uh. thing is that everybody needs somebody to back them up. You know, you never know. It could be you. It could be somebody else. You know, you could be in the wrong side of the road and you don't know that. You know, you turn left instead of right. But you need to find. You, you need to have somebody that there's you know. Time, there's times to it. There's times not. Right. That time it was. I, I, I think you mentioned <laughs> something to me the other day, like uh, you don't like dirt on your pillows. Oh god. My pillow. My like. My what's bed, up with that? Like my bed who puts dirt in the bed? Like so. Like, how do you how do you do that? Or like let's say like you know the bed. Don't something. eat in the fucking bed. Sometimes like grass or some kind of snacks that you don't eat on the bed. And I see like my bed, and it's like I swear, like if I have my bed white, you know, oh, like man. I'm very clean. Like, like the whole house could be a mess. The but the bed has to be like that's like my sanctuary. Like it has to be clean. Like man, there's no crumbs. I you have to bed. have that fresh sheet feeling when you get fresh in the bed. Feeling. What's your biggest pet peeve? Big my head? biggest pet peeve. Ah, uh, I don't know. What? <laughs> I got. I mean, I have so many. Let's see. Like your strongest ones. My strongest ones. Give us one, please. <laughs> just one. One. I don't like the toilet seat being left up. I don't have to. I don't like having to fall into it. You don't even we deal don't with like that. You don't like it left down. You don't like, do it. You don't hey, do I mean, that. I mean, you know. What is that? Nah, the other day I was at work and I went into the bathroom. You know how like the ladies go in and they clean the bathrooms up or whatever. Seven o'clock in the morning. I'm half-assed paying attention to what I was doing. Oh, that's what you get. <laughs> right. Oh, I fell man. in the toilet. Yeah. Oh man. I, I, you know. Why don't y'all look at what y'all sitting down? I've done that before. I don't understand. I have never put my ass somewhere <laughs> before looking where my ass about yeah. to go. But, you but women do this stuff. Oh, you forgot to put the toilet seat. Why did you look? Especially <laughs> at the public. Right. Especially. <laughs> they just uh, just go just. Man, Look, I can't no do that, man. In the water. I wasn't paying attention. Normally, I nah, grab the little paper and put it on the seat, but this, in a public bathroom, I this do day it I just was in a hurry. <laughs> I really had. I was in the stall doing the dance, like couldn't unbutton my pants in it's time. Like, like, door open faster. Yeah. You know. yeah, it was just all bad. But at least I didn't come out with toilet paper stuck to my ass. Yeah, so I, that's a win. That's a win right that's there. Yeah. Oh, uh, so do, do you guys have like a, a pet pet peeve, like something that you absolutely hate? What you got, Shamar? You got a pet peeve? Oh man, I don't, I don't know pet peeves, man. I'm I'm not a big fan of um the the the. People with super egos, right? Yeah. Oh right. man, like, man. Like, super douchebags. Um, yeah, I don't know. like them either. Uh, I I I I appreciate uh, humbleness and, and humility, man. Mm -hmm. But maybe maybe that's just the age thing for me, right? Right. I I was in that mode once upon a time right. where where um you know I I remember before I left uh, Illinois, like I had a lot of friends telling me, man, you selfish. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I thought I was entitled to a lot. Right. I thought because I worked for it, I could do whatever I wanted. Right. But um nowadays those things just kind of like. You. Like they irk me a little bit, mm -hmm. man. I don't want to yeah. be around that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like it's all good to have an ego, you know what I'm saying, and be about your business. But you know, it's it's okay to be confident, man. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a good rapport to be confident. But I think at a certain point, when you when you start thinking your shit don't stink, yeah. um, you you know the universe gonna 
wake you up yeah. one day. So. You know, that's yeah. that's probably mine, man. I hope so. What is What's your uh, pet peeve, Dip? My biggest dip. pet peeve. Hmm. I'm going to say computer illiterate people. Damn dip. Right. Insert. Right. Right. People who can't send an email in 2019. People who don't know how. <laughs> man, yeah, man, it's a lot of people believe it, man. Don't know yeah. how to navigate a website in 2019. Yeah, yeah man, people who like, uh, how do I get to Word? Well, I mean, how do know. I get to the start button? That's you the, can't be 85 years old trying that's to learn old, how to work a computer. Yeah, well, I think, I think you need to, if, like, Put it under a certain age. If you like under fifty, like you, you should be, know, man. You should, you should know. Yeah. Come on, you man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. I, I, I'm, I'm not giving nobody no passes. Yeah, we, can, like, we can't get passes. This shit been out since. This shit been out for thirty years. G. Right. You can right. send. If you can send a text message, you can send right. an email. Right. This shit's been out for thirty years. Get with it. And black people, y'all need to get with it too, man. We need to start yeah. being in these. We ain't none, ain't enough of us in tech, man. And that yeah. irks me too. That's a pet peeve. What about you, Daniel? What's your pet peeve? Pet peeve huh? Oh no! You have a lot. I'm like, you have a lot. Got pet peeve. People pouring out their cereal uh, milk, looking ass. <laughs> we gonna talk about that. We gonna, <laughs> we gonna leave that one alone. Huh? We gonna leave it. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I, I don't like stuff on the floor. Yes. Oh yeah. I don't like yeah. stuff on the floor at all. Like it bothers me. I mean, I don't stuff on the like when it's like piled up. Mm -hmm. I hate that. Like that bothers me. <laughs> Piles of stuff on yeah. the floor. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. What's yours? Uh, What's yours, Nate? I got something else, Nate. Go ahead. Because I'm about to put these on blast. Don't do it. Oh, <laughs> shut up. The is just a pocket. No, I'm not gonna do it. I ain't gonna do it. You gonna mess up the I, home, I, right? I will still love I wanna, you. I want to have a good day. You know how to I will, I will still make you dinner tonight, okay? You don't think you're going to go for lunch? Right, right. You better nah, think, think I, I, I eat you for lunch. You ain't going to My My biggest pet peeve is passive aggression. And it don't matter if it's from my kids or from anybody. It don't, no, don't matter the type of relationship. Like, passive aggression is not effective communication. And so, like, everything don't got to be an issue. Like, so don't assume, like, it's gonna be an issue. Like, let's talk about it. Like, yeah, I'm being passive aggressive. That shit is irritating. Communication. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, right. don't hold it in. Don't hold it in. Don't yeah. go post it. See, don't sub me on Facebook. Oh, I see that. Don't all talk about it. Yes. Don't talk. Yeah. yeah. We go. Me. You go on your on your Facebook, and the first things are like like this B and this yes. guy, and yeah. I'm never talking to him ever again. And it's like, did you tell him that though? Yeah. I hate when people are coming up to me ask me why I'm mad all the time too. I'm like, hey man, what you talking about? You know, <laughs> you know, we when we get a, a little frown in our face, we mad. That's what they automatically think. Right. What, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah. Why you got an attitude? Right. You got a frown on your face. Definitely. That's, that's normal. That's normal. And then yeah, if you smile too much, yeah. they think you're weird. So. Yeah. Yep. I've been getting it my whole life, but I definitely I can have a mean mug, man. I'm, I'm, I'm from the same little rest man. of bitch nigga face. Right. <laughs> That's what it's called. I, I, rest I, of bitch nigga face. I ain't gonna lie, man. I just, another one in <laughs> I just be mugging. He's like, it goes both yeah. ways. It goes both <laughs> ways. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. All right, so uh, this week's middle of the week, we have turkey hen wheels. Hen wheels. Hen wheels. Yes. And I had them before. I have hen wheels. Yeah. 
Yeah, like, so what we do is, you know, your ingredients are you have tortillas, cream cheese, cheddar, either white or yellow, just not singles or craft cheddar cheese, because, you know, that's <laughs> not real cheddar. Not or cheese. you can have, and also you want to add lettuce and turkey, right? That's it. And that's it. Some simple. Some simple. Because it's, it's, you know, the small ones you very selective. Mm -hmm. Right. You can, and yeah. you can put turkey, turkey, chicken, whichever lunch meat yeah. right. that you decide to put in there. And the ingredients, you can use whatever cream cheese, mm -hmm. plain, garden veggie, whatever cream cheese is your favorite so you that can, you like. You, you can, can customize it. You can customize it to your own liking. Okay. Right. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and get these cut up for everybody okay. so we can go ahead and. Fill everybody's belly with a little bit of pinwheels today. The, while we're doing, we can get into the lean perspective. Yeah, uh, the lean perspective this week, I wanted to talk about something um, that we were discussing on my uh, Facebook page this week, which was uh, uh, income inequality. Okay. And um, I was talking about, I, I agree with uh, Bernie Sanders on that I don't believe that there should be any billionaires. Uh, back in the day, I think we had one billionaire. I think Rockefeller was the only billionaire for for years. He was the first and only for should, years. You said there, there shouldn't be any. There all? shouldn't be many. Okay. There shouldn't be any, really. It's it's who needs that much money, man? <laughs> Apparently, them. Well, what if you earned it? I'll take it. Right what now. I'm saying is, <laughs> I understand you earn it. I understand that you come up with an idea or you come up with a product. Right. You definitely should make money for that product or that idea. But when you get to a certain amount of money, you should be taxed so high that you can't reach those levels of having of being able to gouge and gorge that much money right, right, right. because you should just be taxed. I'm not saying that we have it should be just pure socialism across the board in our country, but we should have more social and pro socialism programs that we already have a lot of social programs. Right, right. If you think think about everything, I mean, we're oh, all, we use a tax code. And that's all social to help each other. So the higher, the, the higher the, you earn, the more taxes you more taxes you go. I think that back in the 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 fifties, the taxes was like sixties, fifty percent on the rich. Mm -hmm. okay. The only thing we've been doing as as for them to be able to to gain more and more uh, equitable, uh, or I'm gonna say income. Uh, they've been able to get less and less taxes. Every president that comes in there lowers the taxes for the rich. That's the first thing they do. Obama didn't do anything about it because that would have it would have been un unpopular to to remove that tax rate for the rich. So right, he didn't right, move right. it. Yeah. Bush raised them. Everybody raised them. I think the last person that lowered them was uh, Bush Senior, who oh, okay. who, uh, who raised taxes because he saw the situation was coming that he needed to raise taxes. So he did. But um, we need higher taxes, man. Bernie Sanders may he may be um, that dude. He's he, so. I like him. I like I, Bernie. I like Bernie. I like what he's he doing. Like. How, <laughs> how old is Bernie? Though? He's seventy four. Seventy two. Yeah, he's an old dude. Like, like is, how, how's it looking? Is he? Health wise, is he health wise, he's he's doing fine, man. Yeah, give us a strong no, four. Okay. Right, that's all we need. But give us a strong four. Yeah, strong I think you can give us a strong four. <laughs> but, you got four more. <laughs> so I'm saying like, because some of the presidents be going to office and they come out looking like they get uh, like they oh, stressed yeah. out. Oh, it's definitely. So, you know, oh, it ages. Him being a, 
him being 74 years old is it's going to age he will he will he hey hopefully he can handle it trump is trump is handling it and he's he's about the same age yeah trump no he's not handling it well but he is showing up every day for the job sometimes if you're not on the golf course but it, I mean, he's... or if you ain't reading a newspaper and watching Fox and Friends, <laughs> or, yeah. tweet, or tweeting. Or... I, I mean, I believe I like a lot of things that Bernie does, and I like a lot of his ideas, and I do believe that it, we need to do something about how much money that the no. rich is 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 bringing in. Uh, Jeff Bezos paid almost no taxes. Yeah. I, I don't understand yeah. why yeah. they're not like zero. Why the billionaires and the higher people? How come? Why are they so mad about? You got, you got a billion dollars, bro. What you? Yeah. Why? Why are you if so you mad? You just get one of those billion out yeah. of the four hundred. You got it. Yeah. Well, people like, like, like the Amazon dudes work how much? Trillion or something? Yeah, I mean, it's few billions. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How come yeah. he? That don't, that don't even. But he doesn't want to give. He doesn't want to give health care to his employees. Yeah. He just he, took it away. Just took it away. Jones. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. You know, definitely. Yeah. He does. He does everything within law. To get away without paying his employees, as like much they're not making, they're not making fifteen an hour in, in his warehouses. They're all making like nine something, which right. is federally okay. But damn, dude, you're making a billion dollars. You can he could pay his money to pay them. Man, people. dude, come on, man. Yeah. They could be making it with the most. He has the most successful business in America right now. Yeah, and they they're monopolizing. Really they are monopolizing when it comes to retail online. Yeah. Buying. Yeah, yeah. Changing definitely. Because when, when you when you ask somebody, uh, hey, where can I find this at, or where can I find that? Amazon. The first thing the person that. says is Amazon. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's it's just like it's just automatic. That's the first place same, people same tell you to go to buy it online. Market, right. You know, back in the eighties, came through and monopolized on 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 how you go about um getting supplies. Mm-hmm. You know, monopoly uh, right. or Walmart came definitely. through and put all of those. Little cheap products pop shops out, out of business yeah. because their products were yep. so cheap Amazon that they could not the compare with their prices. So Amazon mm-hmm. doing the same thing, and they're right now they're knocking Walmart and Target and all these and these companies now scrambled. they're coming together to try to figure out a plan to beat Amazon. That's how bad it is mm-hmm. for them because they're closing down stores and closing down retail, and people are going to lose jobs. Mm-hmm. And he's not even paying the people who are doing all this good work for him. He because without these warehouses, he's nothing. I think Amazon pays like fifteen. Nine, I think they went twelve dollars an hour. I, I believe it's this nine. I'm gonna stay think, at nine. I, I think they went to fifteen. You think but they? Went I think to they went to fifteen. But, I think they went to fifteen. But it's still. Did they pick? Did they, they have to pick it to get the fifteen? It was a situation. Yeah, yeah they, I think they did have to strike to get to it though. I, I, don't, I don't remember for, for sure everything, but he is. That's it's a disgrace. Yeah. We're doing too in this country. Everybody believes they're gonna be rich tomorrow. You're not. You're not gonna happen, man. No. You're not gonna be rich if you was born poor. Yeah. You're gonna die poor. That's that's the the chances are that's what's gonna happen in this country. You're not gonna be a millionaire, man. The American dream has been dead. Or like the, the boy said, George Carlin is the only time you see it is when you sleep. Because it's a dream for real. It's, it's not it doesn't exist. So hey man, think build we gotta think that for this country, the amount of money that we're going in the hole on our budget and our deficit is going to kill us in a little while, man. And mm-hmm. all the, we're going to have to hire, raise the taxes. And uh, Bernie Sanders and Warren, um, hopefully they come, one of them to win.
fighting. He, you didn't want to do it. I think be a I, nice little ticket. Though. I, I would Warren, like one of them. Definitely. Warren Sanders. Mm -hmm. nice yeah, that would. You know, you, know, you think they'll hook up? I, I would I would like to see that. Yeah. I think the, the, the whoever the top two candidates are, if, if the, the whoever, you know, the first person that goes on to win it, they should pick the second person mm -hmm. that was underneath yeah, them. They don't normally do that for they some don't. reason, man. They don't. I'm like, but but in in you think about it, it makes sense because right. they didn't got I think all it's the a most power. Votes. It's a right. power thing. Right. It's a power thing. And because uh, last like time uh, Hillary, she messed up by not getting a a, a black right. VP. Or, or, or I thought Bernie. that was terrible. Like, yeah, or Bernie. Bernie was right. runner up. Definitely. Yeah. Right. Bernie. That's, that's right. what she should have had on her ticket. Because yeah. if Clinton would have had Bernie on her her ticket as VP, probably would have changed. That would have got a lot yeah, more voters. Everybody, everybody that was a Bernie voter then would have voted Clinton just to get to Bernie. Right. right. Yeah, that's right. Right. Uh, and, and we the people stayed home. Mm -hmm. So I waited on four hour line. Nah, yeah. Amen. Uh, that election. Oh I vote. Yeah, I waited in the Early vote. Early vote. Early vote. Early ballot. Early ballot. Not ever not do an early vote Definitely. ever again. Yeah, man, do the early ballot because we do. But uh, that's the link perspective. We we want to talk so, about that to, uh, today. Definitely, so, uh, definitely. Definitely. Thanks everyone for for adding in on that. Guess we're gonna go ahead and uh, I see a couple people and started munching in on today's meal. So. I didn't show the people already. I was hungry. Yeah. Niggas over here grabbing the middle of the week right here, pinwheels. Pinwheels with turkey and cheddar. Mm -hmm. Definitely, definitely. A little bit of cream cheese. Oh, they good, man. Huh? Great show. It was definitely a great show. Definitely. Um, Want to thank Shamari for coming through. Yes, yes. That maple and honey turkey. <laughs> mm. It makes it all the more. No, what, what, what kind of turkey I is it? Everything. No, um, surprisingly, way. I'm going to uh, tell you something. What? It's store bought turkey. Oh man. I didn't go to the deli. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we like to go, go to the deli because that's yeah, like the best turkey. I like, like that's why I usually yeah. go to the deli. I'll be like, wow, mom. It was dark last night and I need glasses to dry, so or a little quick fix, a little, right, right, right. Yeah, little, little party tray got, or something. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody will know. You, you make your own with the right turkey. Yeah. 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 It was a great show. But that white definitely. cheddar sets it off too, though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, definitely was a good show. And, yeah. um, definitely. Thank you for uh, thank you for everything that you do for the community, boss man. You're definitely a role model. Thank you, man. I just, it makes a difference. It makes Definitely. a difference. Yeah, I appreciate y'all. Especially on the south side. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We need yeah. it. We need yeah, it. Yeah, man. Um, mm -hmm. We out here. Same. This is Daniel T. The Podcast. We out. See y'all next week. Holla, like holla. Peace. Y'all right, you know what it is.